Hey, folks, welcome back to Chitake Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Shannon. With me today is our co-host, Mamats. Mamats, say hi to the people. Hello, everybody. Joining us this week for guest host is Mateo. Mateo, what's good? What's good, baby? How you doing? All right. So this week we are reviewing... I'm going to use the English title because I can't say that, but I can't say my Japanese is not that good. Death March to the Parallel World Rhapsody. Before we get into the show, we got the question of the week. Mateo, what you got for us? All right. So kind of keeping with the isekai idea model, if you were to go into an isekai, what are you bringing? You can bring anything except a working cell phone. But you can bring anything other outside of that. You suck, bro. Yeah. What are you bringing you. and why? You with you? Why you gotta cut off the okay, cell phone? Not allowing a cell phone to to inside in in a sekai. Hold on, guys. There, there's this isn't gonna be another one of those shitty animes with freaking cell phones and isekais, and I'm ridiculously overpowered now. Anything all but right. a cell phone. Fine. Take all the fun out of it. All right. So if I gotta choose one thing to bring with me to an isekai. I'm probably all right. So, are we counting like a single item, or are we counting a single item plus uh, things needed to make it work? A single item. Fuck. So, will that item have a magical power or, or prowess or something like that? Um. Will it become it, useful in, in that isekai world, or it will just work as it in, intended in in our re- real world? So Until if you are if you are a magic user in that other world, yes, you can imbue it with magic and make it a magical item. I'm bringing so, a gun. So so it depends on where where we we are isekai in, you know, where we yes, are so. no. into the world. okay every every isekai. At least that I can remember, every isekai takes place in a magical world. Every person that joins an isekai gets magical abilities, meaning it's that we be, all be magical users to some degree. Yep, it's it's going to be your atypical isekai. You're going to be in a magic world with freaking lolly elves, dragons, freaking everything a man can dream of. So I'm, it's I'm a typical isekai world. So typical yeah, isekai. Like if you want to bring aqua, you can bring aqua all you want, baby. Aqua's trash. Not object. All right. Whoever we want. Your your only limitation was is it can't be a working cell phone. Yes. I like that. So you can bring anything, anything. I'm telling you, I'm bringing a working gun. Preferably some form of either assault rifle or sniper rifle. Why? Because in a world of bows and arrows, the gun is king. All I have to do is imbue the thing to have a reload function, like in what was that one we watched from weakest to world strongest or something like that? Yeah, Ari Fureta. Yeah, Ari Fureta. Like in Ari Fureta, all I have to do is make it so that it has its own reload function via magical abilities, and I now have a weapon that can take out an entire army. All right. So you are going to fight, fight the demon lord then? Well, I mean, if, if I can snipe him from, a, if I can snipe him from like 
five hundred yards away. Sure. <laughs> this ain't gonna be much of a fight. <laughs> you want to be ridiculously overpowered. No, I don't want to be ridiculously overpowered. I just don't feel like dying twice. <laughs> I already died to come to this world. If we're following standard <laughs> practice, 90% of the time you die to get to the other world. I'm not dying twice. Once was All enough. Right. Okay. That, that is fair. So how about you, Matthew? Oh, no, no, no. You got to go first. I, I asked the question. I'll go last. What's All your right. guess, I will bring like a very small, powerful laptop because cell phone doesn't work. Laptop works. Wow. I guess it has the same function as a cell phone. No, it doesn't. So, almost, almost the same function. I can do whatever I want in a very small, portable, yeah. and powerful I laptop. I never said there was no internet. I just said you couldn't have access to a cell phone. Yeah. But his problem is he just has to find a way to charge that laptop. Yes, yeah, does. it's a magical world, you know. But yeah, he's got electricity don't need to powers. charge anything. I just need like a basic electrical magic to charge it up. Yeah, the problem is the electrical magic does not have limiters. So if you go to charge your laptop and your magic, is, like say you go, all right, so like in this show, when he went from level one to fucking 310, his magic grew with him. So if you start off at level one to charge your laptop, it works just fine. You're now level 15 and you use the same spell to charge it. You done fried your laptop. Come on. Well, that's where you gotta learn it, it, control. I'm in, a, it's a kai world. I'm in a magical world. I can produce well, I something with, with, with that laptop, you know? The laptop is still bound by the rules of the laptop. Yes, no. it is a magical device now, but the charging rules on it are still the same. If you yeah. overload it with electricity, you will fry it. So, good luck. Yeah, I guess I don't have <laughs> to raise my level at all. I, I don't have to fight the Demon King. I will just be like a, a commoner, you know? I you, remain at level one. Just to do, like, daily stuff. I can still stream anime sure. over there. He's trying to sit over here and do his taxes. <laughs> I think he's trying to stream anime in an isekai. He'll be, he's going to be ignoring his freaking... Uh, all these the elements coming in. Yeah, I, I, I can be like like a main character of Konosuba, doing nothing. <laughs> Unless I have to. Unless I, I have to. Aqua. <laughs> like Aqua? Hey, speaking of Aqua, Shannon, did you I tell him about your new sticker? Eventually, you know? I did not tell him about the sticker yet. Okay, well, that'll be the conversation then. So that is my answer to your question. How about you then, Matthew? Um, so I thought about this and I thought about this and I thought about this and I don't want to bring a gun because I think I'm just too OP if I have a gun. But what I would bring is I would, I would bring an authentic ass Japanese katana made of like freaking highest premium materials because I know it's going to be forged better than any weapon I meet in an isekai. And I can imbue that shit with magic when I'm over there. And I just think it's badass if I was carrying a sword, just killing people with a sword. I'd be, I'd bring a katana. 100%. Just a sword? Just a sword, that's it. Because I'm, I'm still coming in with all my knowledge. I know a lot. I mean, I don't know everything, but I know a lot. 
So I can make a lot of things function, but with my sword, I can make, I can just become the ruler. Yeah, you can chop trees and that's it. I mean, I'll rule by fear too. I'll fight you. you disobey me, I'll cut you in half. And you happen. are still a mortal, you know? You are still a mortal and you cannot fight a demon king with just a sword. You need like, oh, a, like, a, like a sniper rifle like um, Shannon over there. No, I'm gonna demon king from far away. I'm gonna be the next goddamn Kirito Black Swordsman. I'm gonna solo the goddamn demon. Yeah, you wish. I don't wish. I'm gonna make it happen. Just watch. Watch Google Maps. When this isekai thing all happens, and you know, scientists take it to that next level. Just watch. You it's know what, happen. Shannon? That is a whip talk over there. So who's a super whip now? Yeah, I've been a super whip, sir. I'm I'm rooting for the real cat girls right here. Just put them ears on those girls and make the fantasy come true. Girls, huh? All right, all right, all right. That's fair. That's fair. Just a very typical stuff that you you bring it to Isekai, yeah. I guess. I I thought about everything I could bring. I could bring a gun, or I could go like mm-hmm. uh, the smart route and bring like a book on like electrical engineering or something that use prove of use and gain me power quickly yeah but, i stick with my laptop i always just but, stream anime over there and <laughs> yeah do nothing about it <laughs> just be another useless person and yeah i mean it is another life i don't have to work or anything like that i guess i don't know what what's going on with that world yet? Yeah, but yeah, I always stick with my laptop over there. So I guess that's it, man. Um, let's move on to our main topic then, Shannon. All right. So like I said, this week we are viewing Death March to Another World. Death March to the Parallel World Rhapsody. Sorry. Um, mm-hmm. synopsis: Sato, aka Ichiro Suzuki, is a programmer in the middle of a death march. For those who don't know, a death march is the crunch time to the release of a video game. Usually we get very little sleep. Don't usually, usually end up sleeping in the office if you do. So they call it a death march because people have actually died doing it. He was supposed to be taking a nap, but somehow wakes up in another world. What lies before him is what looks like the menu screen of the game he was working on before his nap. He's at a complete beginner stage at level one. However, he had three meteor showers, which could level a whole map. Suddenly, a whole group of lizard men appear in front of him. In order to survive, Sato uses Meteor Shower. His level jumped to 310, and he became extremely wealthy. Whether it be dream or reality, Sato's journey was now beginning. So now that we have the synopsis, next up is scores and slogans. Mamats, we're starting with you. What you got? Well, I will give it a 6.5, and my slogan is there's so many red flags in this show. I'm very shook that uh, the FBI hasn't uh, knocked on my door yet. <laughs> okay. You, um, know why. you know why, all right? You guys know why. I do know why. But it's not, I, think you make, I think it's a little, you're putting a little much on it. Mateo, what you got, bro? Okay. All right. So, like I said, my 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 slogan, my slogan is a half slogan, half kind of how I feel about this show. But the uh, I give the show a five out of ten, and my slogan Even is for I, you though, you give give it a yeah. five out of ten. 
My slogan is, hi, my name is Sato, and I'm the most useless main character in any isekai ever. What? No. No, we don't get into that. No, we don't get into that. That is my slogan. That is my belief. You want to know why that's not true, and I'll say it right now? Because Konosuba exists. No, 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 no. Konosuba, he wasn't OP. He wasn't anything. That show was meant to be stupid and funny. Konosuba, he was completely Konosuba OP in the show. This, right? Konosuba is an opposite of this. Konosuba make fun of exactly. these things. Exactly. Right. That's what I'm saying. You this, can't say he's the most useless main character in an isekai when Konosuba is an isekai. Alright, how about it this? The most useless character in a, a serious isekai. Then. Not a joke isekai. Because this guy was the most OP character and he did absolutely fucking nothing. No, we're already diving in. We got to finish slogans and scores. Then we'll dive into this. Yeah. All right. No, we're All going right. too deep. All right. I'm going to give it a 7.5. Okay. I'm going to give it a 7.5. And my slogan is, when you're too OP, the only thing that can stop you is a learning curve. Mm, okay. Wait, say your slogan one more time. When you're too OP, the only thing that can stop you is a learning curve. I mean, he's not OP in any way, I guess. He's no, level 310. Okay. He's broken. The strongest dude that he's fought is level 50. No, he's level 40. No, no, no. Uh, level, level 51. Oh, the lizard man. No, no, no. After the lizard man. After the um, lizard man. Yeah, the, 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 the demon lord. No, it wasn't the demon lord. It was the lord of the undead. Um, but the lord of the undead was only level 40, bro. Yeah, level 40. 40 50. In the level 50s were the lizard people at the very beginning of the anime. I thought, yep. I thought it was the only high level guy that he fought. Um, I can't remember the strongest high level. Person there, right, the strongest, even, even though regardless, the strongest character that we can remember was level 40. He's level mm. 310. That is absolutely OP. He's completely broken. And he can put like the 10 skill points into every skill he learns and just utilize it to the full extent. He's completely right. broken in the show. It takes him a half, like literally. Shit. And that's why I said, that's why I said the only thing that can stop you is the learning curve. Because literally, as he's learning the rules of the world, that's the only time he has a hiccup. But the moment something hits him, he figures it out after the learning, after he figures out the learning curve. He gets hit with something, he figures it out, he's now OP to that too. So, like, when he couldn't use magic, really, he could use the fire spell, and that was it. But then he's like, you know what? I want to do a spell that does this. Oh, let me figure out how to do this. And he learned how to write new magic. It took him, like, a day to learn how to write new magic. That's because it was very I, I, I wouldn't categorize him as OP, though. He is strong, maybe, but not OP. No, that fool is completely OP. The only reason he holds back to begin with is because he doesn't want to draw attention to himself. Yeah, I know. But yeah, we have like different meaning in OP, you know? OP is overpowered. Yeah, I know. I know it's overpowered. But in my degree, it is like omnipotent, you know? No, that's not. No, that's not OP. Omnipotent is OP is not omnipotent. Omnipotent is godly, meaning you can destroy the entire world in a blink. That is how I interpret OP, you know? 
I know it's supposed to be overpowered. I know it's supposed to be overpowered. All right, you what you were saying? So you're saying Saitama is not OP. Saitama is OP. He is like a, a godlike. He is like, not a mythic, you know. But he's not. This a guy is godlike in his universe, though. He is. Sato is godlike in his universe. Mm, I, I don't consider. But he's that. also completely I, useless. I, I cannot see him as being like omnipotent. He's being like a godlike in in his world. Okay. Omnipotent, having unlimited power, able to do anything. That is mm -hmm. the definition of the word. This yes. fool can do anything. He has unlimited power. How is he not omnipotent? And therefore, not and therefore, how is he not OP? I mean, he has the power, but it's still limited to something, you know? What, what limit did he hit? I mean, he cannot fly. He cannot run really fast. He can run really fast. He's working on literally. Give him another season. He'll have written a spell to freaking fly. They talked yeah, yeah. about after show. that. I will categorize him as an OP. Yeah, no, they, they talked about Windmaster being able to fly. They talked yeah. about the Windmaster thing. Right. You said Saitama is OP. Saitama can't fly neither. He I can mean, just jump really high. Yeah. Fly, jump really high. I guess it is the same thing if you just if you can like travel to the moon in like, a split second, you know. Travel to the moon, dude. You are putting the most ridiculous parameters on OP I've ever heard. Yes, I. You are OP you are really putting way like, too much on the top OP. of important. That is my, uh, the 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 like the the very word in my dictionary. Right, but literally the definition of the word you're choosing meets his criteria. Having unlimited power, we have not. His, it doesn't say he has to be able to fly, and it doesn't say unlimited powers. It says mm -hmm. unlimited power, meaning his power, his strength is limitless. Have you seen him hit a limit? No. No, there has been no limits to his powers yet. I mean. His limit is like uh, his knowledge, I guess, uh, at, this, at this moment. Which we've seen is limitless. The man learned to write magic in a day. But that's that's completely... No, that, I don't think that's a very solid point. He referenced that it was like computer coding, and he knew computer yeah. coding. Because it, it so is right, like... He it, didn't learn how to yeah. write magic. He just learned how their computer code worked. Yep. Right. But here's the thing. So, if you're saying his knowledge is limited, knowledge is only limited when you choose not to learn. He's already yeah. shown he can learn everything about this world. But he hasn't learned anything new yet. Yep. Yes, he has. No, everything he hasn't. Everything there is new. He's just learned what he can and can do as far as kind of a, to make himself stand out. But him creating magic reference okay. to computer coding. In order coding, to learn something new, you have to learn what you do and don't know. But the, so the only thing he's learned is what he does and doesn't know. That's it. He right. hasn't learned anything else. What else does yeah. he learn? That's why I said he is not really OP. He is strong. Okay. And so, his power is no. limited to his no, knowledge. No, no, no. Goku is strong, but Goku is still considered OP. Saitama is strong, but Saitama is still considered OP. None of those two have any basis of knowledge slapped onto their OP label. If it I was... Mean, look Look at, his, of them would be look at his enemies, you know. 
I'm I'm not saying that he's not OP. He's OP, Shannon. Based off what you're saying. The argument is whether or not this character is OP. I'm not saying that he. I'm not saying about his power system. I'm not saying about his how he learns things. I'm saying this character is OP. Mamata's argument is that his knowledge is not at a point which makes him OP. But knowledge is not a criteria for OP status. Every OP character has no label of intelligence placed on them to be OP. Yeah, that's probably right. But yeah, I know. Maybe your definition of OP just um, plain overpowered. But to me, OP is something else. OP is something else. OP must be like very at, at the top, at the highest, you know. Okay, I, I, I don't think this character is very OP in my opinion. In his world, okay, you, we've had these discussions before where you have yes. to use information available in the show, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. In this show, has anyone been within 10 levels of him? Of course not. Because like, we don't know what happened no, no, no. to him. No, no, no. 50 levels. Yeah. If you want uh-huh. to, like, I don't know, yeah. So, th- so here's the point. If no one in his world that we've seen, and we can only go on what we've seen from the show, can touch his level by 200 plus, how is this character not OP? How is he not in the very top tier of his show? I know where you are going with this, but yeah, I guess let, let's agree to disagree for now. No, this is not a degree to disagree moment because you've made this, this is it, man. This is it. No, you've made arguments on why he is not OP, but none of them hold water because the characters that you admit are OP don't meet the criteria for OP. So you are changing rules on yes. OP status because just, you don't just like Just look the- at this, all right? Just look at this. When he, he fought the, the Demon Lord, he still cannot use the um, the Holy Sword. And yes, he, is, he is like level 310 and he still cannot use right. the Holy Sword just because he okay. can't no, we'll address that. We'll address that. We'll address that. So, yeah. are we talking about when he fought the Demon in the Labyrinth? Or are we talking about when he fought the Lord of the Undead? Because uh, neither of the in, in the la- Labyrinth. Okay, in the labyrinth, the sword he used, he did not hold the title of hero. Just mm, because yeah. you're strong doesn't make you a hero. You can be strong and be a villain. The holy, the hero sword only responds to heroes. If you use it as not a hero, then there's a there's a uh, uh, what they call that uh, kickback. There's a recoil yeah, to have, it. So he took you damage. have to have the title of hero. Right, you but when he to, fought to, the Lord of the Undead, when he fought the Lord of the Undead, he had the title of hero. And he used that sword, and it actually it glowed blue like the myth said. So, because he held the title of hero. So he is worthy of the holy sword, and he did not take damage that time. So, I, that is the limit of his power, though. If he, he didn't get the title of it, he cannot use it very efficiently, even though he how is very strong. So, for me, the word that picked OP being unlimited, you can use anything you want without any limit at all. That is how I wait, picture it. Wait, 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 wait. That, okay, that doesn't make any sense either. That's like saying Goku dying of poison makes him less OP. 
yeah, let's OP. That that is a stupid. He is I've OP, but not that OP He's then. Still go. He is a mortal. He is not a god. Mm, yeah. What you're describing is god status. It is a godlike, all right? Omnipotent. Not a god, a godlike. That's not the definition of omnipotent. Yeah. So for me, um, Satu is not very OP. He is strong now. M- maybe he will be- become OP after that. But for now, as as he <laughs> is, he is not very OP. I because he has his limit. I think uh, he would, if the second season came out, he would see how OP he was just because of the learning curve that you mentioned. Yep. But as of now, I, he's not very I can, OP. I can, I can see where he's coming from, Shannon. But I, I right. agree with you that he's OP, becomes, but I can see where he's simple. coming from. But the question becomes a simple one. At what point do you then define someone as OP? Because right when, now we've... He's not bound to any limits. He had every character has limits, including Saitama, who is by definition the poster boy for OP. Show, uh, his limit yet. So, oh, what are, wait, what are Saitama's limits? Very OP. What are Saitama's limits? Yeah, so, can Saitama yeah. fly? No, he can't. He doesn't have to fly, he can jump. No, really no, 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 no. We've already determined that it's not a matter of he doesn't have to. We've already determined by Mata's definition is can he? That is the definition of a limitation. Can he? What is your definition of flying? What is your definition of flying? Flying is sustained flight off the ground for a prolonged period of time. That does not mean what is your prolonged period of time? What is your prolonged period of time? Five minutes. I think Saitama can jump where he stays in the air for greater than five minutes. No, yep. five minutes neither falling or increasing in height. Flight is being able to maintain an altitude. Saitama that, is that's, falling or rising. But that that's dependent on kind of what plane he's jumping in. If he's jumping in a lateral plane, he f- fills all those contexts where he's no he's longer rising, he's no longer falling, he's either- and he's keeping those he's keeping the same level. So no, if he if, if he were to jump in a lateral motion across a plane and a period of five minutes, his body would lower would become lower to the ground. He's not. How do you know that though? What do you mean? Because that's the law. How do you know that? Yeah, Saitama didn't show that yet. We didn't see the the full extent of Saitama. If we've determined that Saitama is overpowered, then those law those laws of gravity aren't relevant to him. The laws of gravity are relevant to him, which we've already seen, because he can He's still also fall highly aerodynamic. So I don't know. Don't give me that aerodynamic. He's fucking bald. Okay. He's aerodynamic as shit. You know what that means? If he's aerodynamic, that means he can move. He moves with less wind resistance. That has no bearing on gravity. If he were to jump, we'll say we'll give him a, we'll give him a distance of five hundred miles. Okay, we'll say he can cross five hundred miles in three minutes. Does that does that seem fair? Yeah, that's right. Mm. Because, you want to increase the distance. Because it doesn't make a difference. We don't know I, that I don't know if we can put they, a they distance show, on that. Yeah, no, 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 there's that. always a distance. There's always a distance. Because he's going to do one of two things. If he jumps too fast, too, if he jumps too far too fast, he's going to escape the Earth's atmosphere. 
in which case he will be rising off of the earth. Which one negate the which one negate the argument? So five hundred miles, I say, is a good benchmark for the beginning for this discussion. If he jumps from a lateral position to and jumps completely horizontal across the plane, he will eventually lower to the ground for two reasons. One, he does not have the ability to levitate. He cannot repel Earth gravity away, repel the Earth away from himself when he is in that lateral motion. And I swear to God, if you say if he punches towards the ground, he's going to move up. I'm going to slap you because that again is not what it is not what we're discussing. Two, moving that far, even even in the best of circumstances, moving with zero propulsion across a lateral plane, your body will eventually start to lower to the ground as gravity presses down on you, unless you have something to repel yourself from the ground. Now, in the case of, say, Superman, he can physically levitate in the air and negate Earth's gravitational pull on him, hence his flight. But if you are being pulled towards the ground and you are unable to repel yourself back up vertically, then you are not flying. And if the ability to not do something negates you being OP, then Saitama, the poster child for OP, is not OP. Because I've found something that he can't do. And it's no longer that means it's no longer based on what you can do. It's based solely on what arbitrary thing I can think of that you can't do. I mean, in Saitama cases, um, we cannot verify that if he can literally uh, fly or not. Using so, the shell as a basis, everything that we've seen, yep, he has not been able to yep. do so. But that's using right. the show as a basis. I feel no, like that's the very show, limiting show to that, use the show. He has limits. In, in, in no, that is the standard rule we use for every single discussion we've had here because we can't use things that we haven't seen before. Yeah. Whether or not it's in something else, we can't say. We have to go on what we've seen and things we've watched. So what if I've seen my, it my, my point still still stands then. It, it should How be does in the show. No, because your argument on who is OP and who is not is flawed. Because you've determined that one character is OP when by your same criteria, I've proven that he's not OP. But you want to apply that label to this character. Um, equal definition of equal use of the term. Yeah, it, it is equal in my opinion. It's not equal. And, and you say the other one is not, but you're using the same definition. All right. Let There's see. too much speculation in this argument. Yeah, I know, Let's right? Speculation. I, I agree. I tried to show that he has his limit right now. Shannon didn't agree with me. Well, let's... Because I don't agree that having a limit makes you, makes you not OP. Yeah. Because every character, every character, regardless of what, what, what anime... What show, what power level, everyone has a limit. Whether or not you found that limit, everyone has a limitation. Saitama can't breathe in space. That does that make him any less OP? No. It just means I mean, he we can't also breathe thought Goku space. couldn't breathe in space, but look at that. Yep. When did they make Goku breathe in space? That motherfucker was fighting Beerus in space, bro. And he was doing just fine. I have to I have to look at that shit again. In in the movie, in the freaking the movie where Beerus was introduced, he's Beerus in space. I have to watch it again. I don't remember that, but all right. Well, I, I, don't, I I'm not arguing that point. But I'm what I'm saying. What I'm simply saying is saying that a character can't do something 
to negate their power, negates their being them being OP because of they found one thing they can't do. Doesn't make sense. I guess you missed the point here. I, I he might be um like overpowered, you know. But in my definition of OP, OP stands for omnipotent. All right. If you say that right. by the definition overpowered, then yes, I agree with you. But He's strong and overpowered, but he is omnipotent. But I, I, I still stand with my um, OP. Uh, uh, means omnipotent, and he is not omnipotent. He is bound by by a, a limit of, of this world. Right, but by your definition, even using the title of omnipotent as the definition by the, we'll use the Oxford English Dictionary version of that word. Mm-hmm. No character is a no character is omnipotent unless they are God. They are able to see, hear, and do all things. They are not omnipotent. There is no isekai character, no anime character who's truly omnipotent that is not a literal god. Yeah, but there are so I many characters that. that are OP. That's why I said Saitama is is the the top one over there to being but OP. He's not you know? But he's not omnipotent. He said he's not claiming to be OP. He's just the closest to being OP. I think that's what he's saying. Right, but he already but he already agreed that Saitama was OP. Okay, so I know that was one of the first things I asked was, Is Saitama OP? And he said yes, but Saitama is not omnipotent. All right, we will leave it there, I guess, because we still haven't started the show yet. All right, and we still have to decide. We still have to decide whose slogan is the best. We're gonna have to do a secondary freaking podcast just arguing against terms and stuff. Yes, you, maybe. You, yes, that that will be fun. That will be fun. I promise you. <laughs> But we we got off, off rail for, for long enough now. It, it it hasn't happened yet in our podcast history. It it has happened um quite uh, a bit actually. I guess. But in in our podcast, yeah, this is how we argue things. All right, folks. Call you you guys fungi now. I guess. Yeah, the, the 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 fans are called fun guys. <laughs> There you go. So, whose slogan are we going for, for this week? I don't even think we remember what the slogans were. <laughs> I mean, I'm obviously going to go for my slogan because I think I was the most accurate. No, 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 no. You don't have to hate just because my slogan was great. Is that right? Your slogan was not. No, your slogan was not great. Yep. I'm gonna let you pick. Because you know I never vote for my own slogan, so. Yeah, I never vote for my own slogan, but I like my slogan. I hardly ever vote for my slogan. So, so Matthew, you have to pick either Shannon's or mine's. Alright, say your slogan one more time with lots. This is the one I don't remember. Um, there is so much Uh, there is so much red flag in this show. I am very shook that the FBI ha- hasn't uh, knocked on my door yet. I'm gonna go with, with you. Uh, I'm gonna go with Shannon's. With Shannon's okay, Oh, wow! Just, be- just because we argued a lot, and it all pertained to Shannon's slogan. Uh, today. Oh, okay. And just because I want to fight on that slogan too, but I, I think the slogan's good. 
Alright, we will go with Shannon's then this week. Uh, you have to. Um. Ah, uh, yeah, we will talk about it later. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, Matthew, I am surprised why you give this show very average score, even though this is like your kind of thing. So I. I walked into the show with an expectation of seeing an OP isekai character. And I got that to an extent. You know, when he first loaded up into the world, and he's like, oh, what the fuck is going on? And then all the lizard men were there, and he uses the meteors. I'm like, sweet. This is like the perfect scenario for mm-hmm. it. And then the anime began to progress. And in my honest opinion... This felt like a slice of life isekai than an actual isekai. I mean, it is very laid back, right? Um, time, yeah, there's time and time again where he's fighting like these level 40 characters, these level 30 characters. And like the parameters of the world are you can only do magic damage to demons or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the guy's got magic, but he's still not doing any damage to these demons. Like he's getting his ass handed to him by a level 40 fucking skeleton lord. I mean, he doesn't know how to do spells yet. But at the point of, like, the Demon Lord, he knew how to do the fire spells. Okay, yeah. one more time. He's not the Demon Lord. Or whatever, the Skeleton God. The Skeleton King. Uh, the Undead King. The undead King. Undead the Undead King. The Undead King, sorry. The undead king. the undead King had a very strict rule, though. He clearly, and he told him, he said, I can only be damaged by the Holy Sword. Yep. That is very true. That was the thing. So it's it's like it's like playing D and D. If I'm fighting a, I believe it's a black dragon or a black necron dragon, something like that, it's immune to physical damage, fire damage, ice damage. It's immune to every kind of damage except for I, one. I get that. So, I get that. I get that. But at the point of him fighting, the only thing barring him was he didn't have the holy sword, but he had the title of a hero already. That was the only thing barring him at that fight. But what, what was the fight before that where he had to use the title of God Killer and things like that? Uh, when he fought well, in the library. That was when he fought the demon in the library. Yeah. Okay. I thought, I, I thought that fight was stupid. He still could use magic at that point as well. Mm-hmm. He only knew one spell. That's all he needed to know. He's level 310, Shannon. And the I demon was level that. 30. He at that, that point... When he did use that one spell, he annihilated that hole. No, we didn't, because when he used that spell, it was, it was at the elementary level. No, we didn't. He annihilated him with the God Killer dagger and the title. That's how he killed that demon. Dagger. Or whatever the heck the weapon was. I can't remember because I binged the show a day. Oh, you're talking but, about the, you're talking about the, the other holy sword. Mm, there's two. It, there's it is two a swords. divine sword. The, sword is the divine sword. Thank you. He had the divine I sword. That's the one that gave him recoil. So when he used that weapon, after you, it's either you can only damage a demon with magic or with a magic imbued weapon. So he used the fire spell first, turned that fool into basically like, oh shit, from 100 HP to like 1 HP, and then used the, the divine sword to finish him off. So it took him two hits to finish that wall. 
Now, I agree, level 310 to level 30-something, I don't understand why he had any HP left, even if it is an elementary level fire spell. Yep. That was a little weird. But I think the power scaling in this was kind of broken. Mm-hmm. Just imagine, okay, all right. Uh, when like that, when he first um appear in that world, he is at level one, right? Mm-hmm. And and the monster like at level fifty or something, and that monster hit him. Yeah. He hasn't died at all because well, <laughs> that no, is very weird. I don't weird. think he took a direct hit. I don't think he ever took no, a direct he, hit. Yeah, still, if hit. you are at level fifty and hit? you just slash a Wait, level one monster, die instant was- die. All right. He wasn't level one when he fought that lizard man because he already annihilated. No, 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 no. no. When the first he got he got hit. No, he didn't get at level one. No, no, no. When he when the lizard people first showed up and they were shooting the arrows, the -hmm. only hit he took was a graze to the cheek. That was it. It wasn't a direct hit. It was not a direct hit. Yeah, I mean, like in, in like a game logic thing. You're probably gonna die, even though you like scratch you. Right, we've already like established that. That, this, that this that this world doesn't follow true game logic, though. Yeah, yeah, that, that is why the show is broken. I guess that is why what made us it. I agree. That's why it only got a seven point five from me. The power mm-hmm. scale is broken. We need the season two to explain more, but I think my biggest problem with it was this was really was just a uh, slice of life isekai. Yeah. I, I don't think you can argue with the fact that this was a slice of life isekai. Yeah. I guess this show doesn't have like a really um apparent direction where they are they are headed, right? Like <laughs> yeah, like at, at like first couple episodes, it is like literally a foot wars, you know? He just com- commentating about food. I said, "What the f is going on here? Is this is this a food wars or or, or isekai thing?" Ah. And then they they shifted towards like, um, doing harem, I guess. A what, weird one. It was it was following the standard tropes where you're an isekai, you gotta have at least five or six girls with you, which was kind of stupid, especially since I they're mean, all like. He has the thin <laughs> for F6. Yeah, right? He has what the seven homunculi, mm-hmm. the, the half breeds, uh, Liza, not, uh, Liza, Liza, Pochi, and Tama. And then he has um, Arisa, yeah. Lulu, and Mia. That's the thin over there. We are that's, excluding, that's um, no, that, yeah, that's that's I don't know. Yeah, that's probably 13, at least 13. And we are excluding the military girl. If yeah, we include her, that, that 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 makes her fourteen. All right. Yeah. So, um, is there too much harem? Is there too, a much, too much in a harem? I don't know if there's too much in a harem. I don't think it was used right because instead of having an actual harem, he just had like he just kind of had pets. Yeah, it yeah, is not is like, like babysitting, all right? Yeah, <laughs> he had more subordinates yeah. than he had a heron. I would call him like, well, yeah, it, wasn't a heron. it was definitely either pet. I don't know. For me, I classify him more as pets. He's like, oh, let's go for a walk. 
They just start walking somewhere. Oh, yeah. here's, here's some food. It's like, you treat these people like pets. The only one that you, that actually did anything was the purple-haired girl and Mia. But Mia was more like, I need you to work, I need you to test this magic spell I just made. Yeah. I was like her. I, Mia is like a guinea pig. Yeah. And then <laughs> the spider, mm-hmm. when he needed it. And then the yep. purple-haired girl was the only other one that was like, actually did anything. The rest were all just pets. Yeah, Arisa is like I don't know. She was reincarnated into this world, right? She, she, and, she was reincarnated. Uh, she, she retained the, the memories of her past life, and yes, yeah, so she died in her world and got reincarnated. Mm-hmm. She wasn't whatever that was. Yeah, and, and then the grandfather Lulu is of the like other a driver girl, I guess. Yeah, it's a bit weird. <laughs> We, yeah. I, I still don't know what what in the world is going on with this world. That's what, there's there's some definitely world there's some world building issues. Mm-hmm. There's some power scaling issues. Let's move on. Like let's move on to the actual storyline because I think Mateo hit it dead on the head. Was like they couldn't figure out what they wanted this to be. Yeah. They wanted an Isakai. They wanted a slice of life. They wanted a harem. They wanted some comedy. They didn't know how to tie it all together. And yeah. I think it, it would have been better if they had chosen Isekai or Slice of Life and ran with that. You want him to be in the world. You want him to be the hero. You want him to fight the Demon Lord. Make the story reflect that. You don't give me, oh, here's some fighting stuff. And then here's three or four episodes of Slice of Life, travel. Oh, here's the problem. We need to fix it kind of stuff. Let's stick to something that stick to one of the genres and let's run with that. I mean, in, in the in the show defense, I guess they literally tell us that uh, the main goal of the show is like uh, the main character is going to enjoy this world, and the second priority is uh, a way to to get home, I guess. So it is. Well, no, they didn't even talk about him getting home. That was never even contemplated. Uh, Um, the main character monologue. It, it, it is stated uh, it, in the. It was, it was kind of gone over very briefly. Yeah. About how the possibility of him going go. It guess. was very brief. Though. Yeah, I, I think I still think it would just would have been a better show if they had made it straight isekai, and then focused on the adventure part of it, and then did little bits of the life of life, mm-hmm. but. The pacing for me was was all wrong, because it's like okay, here's this huge ramp up to the labyrinth, great fight, 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 and then it just drops you down to zero with let's explore the city and kind of shit. And yeah. then we went into the way we they into, like, into like a serious battle and like the slice of life thing is very jarring, right? Right. Yeah. It was up and then it was like up at a hundred and then climax and then drop down to zero and now we're back into pure slice of life. You gotta weave that in better. Where we're going mm-hmm. into here's all the adventure stuff, and then okay, we're gonna go down. Stop it, like okay. In order to look into blah 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 from what we were dealing with, we got to go to this city because it pertains <laughs> to what we just did. You have to find yeah. a better position. Um, that that's I don't know. That that's what I think. I mean, I I agree with that, and I'm usually no stranger to like slice of life. You know, that's my thing. But when I watch yeah. this guy. I want big fights and I want cute elf girls. And I didn't get the cute elf girl, 
and I didn't get very many big fights. I just got a disappointing oh. slice of life with a very you bad hair. She wasn't cute. <laughs> she may have been a lolly, but she was not. No. Fun. No. Um, no. All right. Well, why are we at, at, at this topic, at Lolly's topic? All right. So, Matthew, this question is uh, very special for you, I guess. Very exclusive to you. So, what do you think of the the Lolly's trying to, um, I, I guess, trying to get in the bed with him? Yeah, <laughs> I tried to so, like sugarcoat it, but yeah. No, nah, don't I'm bother. A, just get it. <laughs> I'm a, I'm gonna cut it short. I hated every lolly in this show. Why though? They were too. They tried to make these lollies too stereotypical, and they were trying too hard with them. They were. They made Arisa super aggressive. They made Lulu very kind of too reserved to, to the point. Lulu didn't even play a part in this fucking show. Lulu I don't know why she was driver. even there. Really did. Huh? Lulu is the driver. Arista's only part was to freaking have her mind control magic. Tomo mm-hmm. and Pochi were just, I mean, you know, I like myself some mollies, but that's just disgusting. That, that is his kid. That's just disgusting. Right, no, they, they, and they, Pochi. They actually, no, they actually served purposes in, in the hunting they, and stuff like that. They did. I, I liked their characters, but... But no, like cute lolly bit. No, no, that's why. That's why I said those were his pets, not his. And then the elf chick was just a stupid character. I I didn't like the elf chick. She she was just she was literally just there to cast the magic that he created, and no other. She served no other purpose. I mean, she is the reason why. Um, I mean, she is like the you need to save that princess kind of thing, you know. Yeah, and she was there to fill a slot of saving a princess. But yeah, it, it can be anybody. It can be anybody. Yeah. It can be like one, one of those kids. Yeah, <laughs> it, it doesn't have to be Mia, you know? Nothing to the story. She was not cute whatsoever. She was just there to cast spells that the dude created. And I'm like, all right, you just want to be that type of wet rag that just casts spells and then tosses aside when he's done? No. No. The lollies in the show, I did not like them. And you know me. You know me. I don't know you. That's why I asked. <laughs> <laughs> they were, I. They were just all kind of. They tried a little too hard. With them. I think they tried way too hard. So, is it ethical for like they push these lollies to do this kind of things in the show? Is it ethical? Mm-hmm. No. Is it going to happen because it's anime? Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you think about ethicalness, they didn't do anything with Lulu. But for Arisa, I mean, Arisa was technically reincarnated. So, she, I mean, ages and ages and on. 11 at that yeah, form. She was, born right? again. she was born again. So she was literally physically 14. But she was, no, she was 15. She was considered an adult in that world. I thought she was 14. No, no she, she was, was 15. No, she wasn't 11. She was not no 7. No, not 7. 11, I guess. We need to clarify this. Is she 14, 15, or 11? I thought she was 14. I thought she was 11. She's not 11. She's an adult age. All the women except Tama and Pochi were adult ages. I know Lulu um, is 17. I don't know about Mia, though. 
Mia was the which one was Mia again? I Mia is the elf, the, the one that you hated. Oh, I can't remember Mia, but she's probably like hundred years old. She's an elf. Arisa, no, Arisa's eleven. Yeah, they you know. sure? Was Arisa eleven? She's eleven, she bro. Yeah, she is not okay. fourteen. That's why I, I said. I'm gonna go over ages right now. Zena, mm-hmm. the soldier, is 17. Pocha, yeah, I remember that one. Is 10. Tama, yep. the cat girl, is 10. Liza yep. is 18. Orisa yep. is 11. Lulu is 14. Oh, and I switched. There you go. But and then so Mia, how, about Mia? how about Mia? I, I just said Mia. Mia. Mia is 100, 130. And 150. That, that is it's a legal lolly for that. Yeah, no, <laughs> so Mia's, all right, that's why the elf girl's name isn't Mia, it's Misa. Yeah, they, but they call it Mia. Also known as Mia. Also known as Mia. Yeah, yeah. she's 130. Nana is. So Nana is. She definitely doesn't have an age because she's a homunculus. Yeah, she's a homunculus, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so no, they, all the oh. girls underage except for Liza and um, the soldier girl. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is under sixteen. There you go. Matthew. I, I think I think the anime did it well with Arisa because when she tried to do it, um, she she said that it was because that's what her past masters were doing. But when she tried to do it to him, um, he basically said no. Wasn't right, so he he wasn't in it for the um for that or what she thought. But that's just because her past masters were doing it. Now that's something people would actually do. Uh, yeah, I know what you're saying. It, it's super weird. That that is like a trigger warning over there. I agree. It is. It is. It's a little sketch. I do. Yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. But it was more so portraying what her master was making her do to garner like sympathy for the character. I don't I think know, it was there to you serve don't have the purpose. To make of her that. like eleven, you know, make her like fifteen, where it, it, it is considered you an adult over there when you're fifteen. I, I, I think it wouldn't. They wouldn't have gotten enough sympathy for the character or what they were trying to go for. Man. That is one of the downfall of this show, you know. I don't know how I should feel about it. It's a bit yeah, weird. I, yeah, I get what you're coming from. You're supposed to feel dirty. That's simple. <laughs> and it, it sounds like it... Man, if, if you were caught watching that, FBI is going to like arrest you <laughs> instantly. They're coming. Oh, man. Oh, man. I watched it at home by myself. Or not by myself. You need to watch it at home by yourself. You need it. You need I, I was ironic thing is I was actually doing I was doing my daughter's school or she was she was in school on her online classes and I was watching the anime. Uh, so it was oh, kind of funny man. actually. Oh, but but it uh, just means yeah. that you you got caught watching that. No, I think what I is your explanation caught. though? This is a bonus question for you folks out there. What's my explanation? Mm-hmm. This I, I, I clicked on the wrong show. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I turned it off. I swear. I'll turn it off. How about I you, Shannon? 
Oh, I ain't gotta. I ain't gonna explain myself to nobody. <laughs> my wife, she know the anime. She seen me watch anime. She know. She know how anime go. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. As for me, though, I will blame you guys for it because oh, well, we, it. we are doing this podcast. Yeah, I was forced to 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 watch this thing. So it is typically typically not my fault, I guess. Blame the dirty Americans. <laughs> well, man, to survive, you need to do whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell them to come get you. <laughs> oh man, I am super grateful that I, I live super far away from you guys, mm-hmm. and I have to be bound by your law. You know. Yeah. Be glad you over there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Um, um, Characters. Uh, wait, wait, wait. How? What do you think about the animation, though, with the CG and stuff? I enjoyed it. I liked it. They didn't. It wasn't too jarring. It wasn't like too. It wasn't like too like here's all the hand drawn and then here's a bunch of CG, but it didn't clash. I thought it was done. I thought it was okay. Yeah, it is not the best. It it is not like like the what what do we review before the lustrous something? Which one? Oh, the gem. The one that has the best CG. The lustrous gem or something like that. With with the diamond diamond stuff. Oh, that trash. Yeah, <laughs> not trash. It, it's a bit trash. weird, but yeah. Uh, no. But it has a, a best CG in anime, I guess. I'm sorry, I hated that CG. <laughs> I hated that CG. Oh my! Yeah, I guess the animation is okay. There, there is some jarring moments, I guess, when the demon appears. The one eye demon appears, right? They try to like do like a 3D thing with with that character. Mm-hmm. It is not very um, smooth, I guess. I didn't even notice. It is very good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Animation wise, it, it is okay. It, it is um bound to be okay, I guess, because it was released like what um few years ago, last year. Yeah. This one. Two thousand eighteen. Was it? 2018. Yeah. Yeah. January to March of 2018. Yeah. And yeah, we, we have discussed about the power system in this. It is pretty broken, I guess. Right? Yeah, it's, it's not defined well enough. The, it's not the power system is broken. The power scaling is broken. The power system has clear rules, which make perfect sense. But how your leveling affects your ability and how much damage you do doesn't make sense. Yeah, and there's one weird thing that I um, noticed though. When Arisa appeared and he said to Satu like, um, he used a honorifics to that guy, you know? Satu-sama. And he uh, clearly noticed that Arisa is a Japanese. Even though they used that uh, same honorific before in in the labyrinth, you know. Well, no. So it's it wasn't the honorific that he noticed. 
It wasn't the honorific. The way she pronounced his name. Satu, satu. I, I, I don't. I didn't pick I, up. It, it was. He noticed the honorifics though. Well, no, no. He said the way. He said the way she said her. The way she said his name. He didn't say the honorifics. He said the way she said it. So that makes it seem like to me the other one's kind of like Satu. That's a weird name. And she was like, Oh, hi Sato. And it's like it's kind of like if I go if I go over there, if I'm from the U.S. and the first time I meet you, I'm gonna mess up your name, just because I don't know how it's pronounced properly. But mm-hmm. someone else in from Malaysia is gonna instantly know how to say your name, even honorifics with or without them. It's the pronunciation that is what he said he noticed. Yeah, so, I thought it was all about the honorifics though. I didn't notice that uh, he just uh, pronounced his name like. Properly, I thought he he, he pronounced it like satu. Maybe I'm wrong. I have to uh, take a look at it uh, again. I guess. Yeah, yeah the language thing is very weird. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> that's all about it. Um, let's talk about the characters then. Matthew, right. your favorite character? Yes. Um. Homunculus number seven. I think Nana? Homunculus. Huh? You like Nana? Yeah, I like yeah. Homunculus number seven. Nana, she's funny. Uh, all right. Okay. I, I, I think it's. I, I thought so you were, yeah. were going to choose one of the lollies, though. No, I mean, Etio is the lolly king, all right? I I think me liking me liking homunculus number seven the most shows the lack of character development because all the characters were shit. <laughs> it shows the lack. It shows the lack of quality. <laughs> But I'm just gonna say my favorite line was when Nana said, "Why are you touching my chest cushions?" I don't know if you yeah. guys remember that. I think they yeah, were in the the car. When, when Mia is like. Um, pinching her, her her breast or something? Yeah, yeah. She's pinching it, and she's like, she, she said something along those lines, and I was just laughing. Yeah, they have. This they is have easily the really best good, line. They had some really good dialogue in the show. Yeah, yeah. I, I so don't remember she, the exact thing, but I know what what he, uh, she said. Yeah, Nana, Nana is my favorite character. She's fun. I don't know if that is kind of humor. Then maybe. But for me, uh, all right. I mean, there was no humor in the show. That's why she's my favorite. <laughs> There's no oh, yeah. humor in the show. But yeah, that's probably all right. That's probably correct. How about you, Shannon? Character, I gotta go. I mean, if I'm going so, like, if I'm just going general characters, I think I enjoyed Liza the best. Liza, huh? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I I I like the character. I don't I don't know. There wasn't anything really big that stood out about her other than there was some like the, like how happy she gets when she smells fry, uh, skewered meat and how she can't keep her tail from wagging. Yep. I don't know that part, part. I just thought was funny. Uh, okay. So for me though, it, it's probably like a throwaway character maybe, but I I go with Kon Kohanu. Do you remember that? You guys nah, don't remember. <laughs> All right. 
Um, Tahu Ibu Hanul is the, the guy, uh, uh, I guess the mayor of, of the, that city? Oh, Where, the, yeah, last the last one? You said to you. Uh-huh. You're talking about the, when they're doing the potion delivery. Yes. Yeah. That guy is so yeah, cool. I, I want to see that guy more. Yeah, I think I think he, he should have got more airtime. Yeah, I mean, just look at him. He is so cool, right? Oh, man. Far better than, than the main characters, you know? <laughs> I think he was cool. I think I wanted to see more of him, but yep. it was. It was. Oh, yeah. That is, like, literally the coolest moment in this show. <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. Oh, my. So, he's my favorite character. So, least favorite character, Matthew? Matthew? Are you muted? You said least favorite character? Yeah, least favorite character. Can you just... Um, you just think your name the least favorite out of the show, right? Like, most of them. Um, I would think, bitch. Uh, it's gotta be Lulu, though. I think it's Lulu. I mean, Lulu, the shy one. Why, why you hate Lulu? Lulu, Lulu was a waste. He said Lulu was a wasted character. Oh. Lulu was a big waste of a character. I mean, compared to Mia, though, Mia is, I guess, most useless, I guess? No, Lulu is most, most useless to me. Lulu, Lulu literally, her only purpose was teaching him to drive a wagon. That was it. That was it. Nothing else. <laughs> All right, that's fair. How about you, Shannon? Uh, so, uh, most hated character? Mm-hmm. Probably Arisa. Arisa. Yeah, like, because it was funny. It? No, that was, like, funny, but the fact that she's 11? Nuh-uh. <laughs> no, 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 no. She, so got, you, like, she kept getting jealous you, when he would sleep with adult women. It's like, Bitch, you're not even an adult yet. No. I mean, men- mentally, she is. She died at age 16. I don't care about mentally. Mentally's not going to keep you from going to jail. I mean, nope. they're still practicing slavery over there, so it is okay. I guess. No, no, no. <laughs> I was not a fan of her character. I'm sorry. <laughs> You cannot um, hit the character because of her age. I can when it has to, when she's perverted like that. Okay, okay, that's fair. So for me again, I will go with that. That, um, I guess. How how should I sugarcoat it? Is? That that bastard uh, who like clearly want to build another town at, at the witch forest. Oh yeah, that too. Oh man. No, I I I don't hate him as much as his um co- not colleagues, his assistant. Little henchman. 
Yeah, henchman. Yeah, I hate that guy more. Uh, I mean, yeah, you, you need to uh, create some villain that uh, audience gonna hate, right? And yeah. they probably, yeah, they probably succeeded I- I- in that action. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, do you have any favorite scene, Shannon? Um, honestly, I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed what, in the labyrinth when he fought the demon, how he like chose to fall into that hole with that wolf thing, and then put on the mask and then came back and then just started whooping ass and then disappeared again. Yeah, I I enjoyed the fight scenes. I mean, in a couple battles that he is in, it is pretty uh, good and balanced, I guess. Right, and that's that's what I wanted more of. I wanted more of the of those fight scenes, and then. The other one was um, when he's at the when he's trying to climb the tree. When he runs right. into the golem, he shoots it dead. He shoots it in the head, and he's like, "We didn't think he developed. We didn't think he'd find the weakness so soon." That <laughs> <laughs> was good. It is super typical um, <laughs> game. <laughs> oh my, oh my, and yeah, when he he found a shortcut to to go like um, upstairs. Yeah, with the just using it with with no, I guess, um, no guilt. I guess not feeling guilty. Like from like level ten to hundred, there is so so much shortcut that you you you're going to take, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, for me, I really wanted to see him fight floor to floor, but it is going to take too much time, I guess. I think hitting like every ten floors, just giving us like a boss level, like giving us a montage of like, yeah, a montage like, the, like, like like just showing us different monsters. Like even if it was mm-hmm. static poses with him, like swinging a sword or something, and then a monster on the other side, and you just see that progression, like mm-hmm. as a little montage. I thought that could have been a really good way to do that and to show the different floors, or just like having him. Like just showing like a map of him like spiraling up, and then getting to like a big mini boss fight, and then showing us the mini boss fight, and then continuing yeah. up, something mm-hmm. like that could, have been good. and it still wouldn't have taken up too much time. I mean, if I guess uh, when they they do that, if they ever going to do that, um, they have to like put like a quiet skill and like a a quiet title in, in his log, I guess. So that will be a much work to do. I yeah, guess. and I think there were too. I think there were too many titles in the show. Yeah, it, it is so easy to acquire too, right? But like some of them are pointless. Yeah, I know. I just think there's too many in general. Mm, yeah. So is Meta still with us? Okay. Yeah, sorry, there was something loud in the background. Alright, gotcha. so Meteo, do you have any favorite scene? Um, most of the fighting scenes were probably my favorite, just because how he kind of approached them were really intelligent. Like the Gollum scene where he just shot the head. Like Jaden mentioned, I really enjoyed that scene. I thought it was kind of funny. Um, I mean, the best the best battle scene is in the Labyrinth. Um, the the undead king is pretty much um, okay, I guess. Not very yeah. interesting. You can expect that to happen. 
Yeah, mostly most, like, most of the labyrinth was my favorite. I really mm-hmm. wish they they utilized more of the labyrinth instead of having them do so many shortcuts. They they had them actually explore it and fight more enemies, but I get why they use the shortcuts. Um, I just wish they had a little bit more fighting in the labyrinth. I feel like they could use that as a lot of progression for him to understand the combat system and show how OP he actually was. Alright, so as for me though, uh, my favorite scene when uh, when the henchmen come to the like the uh, what is it called? Kill? Factory? A barn? When they make the, the vial for the potion? What, oh, what is yeah, the, it's, yeah. called? it's called a kiln. Yeah, it's kiln. a weird word. Kiln. Yeah, Alright. So when the henchmen like um, destroyed all of that and yeah, they all get like get getting upset and stuff. And yeah, I know he is very, Sato is very smart guy, you know. And yeah, the thing is still there. And yeah, the 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 plan is still works. Oh, that is very satisfying. And the look at the henchman um, face, you know, when they deliver the potion, oh, that is very, yeah, yeah. Uh, very worthwhile. Oh, he destroyed everything. I was like, yeah. no, you <laughs> I come here to deliver the potion. I need your sign over here. Oh. And when, when the count come, oh, that makes it even better. I love that scene. I I love the whole arc, I guess, of that. I mean, I enjoyed I enjoyed some of that, but again, there's too much like it's too much slice. It's too much slice of life for me. Yeah. All right. Um, what least favorite I scene. Like one or two episodes of that. Um, you don't uh, get I didn't any have a particular one. I didn't have a particular one. I just got. I just kind of got tired of like Arisa's constant like. Why do you have to go see other women? Like when when you have uh, like the other girls over here, right? Yeah, like that. I don't know. That one just kind of it, it's it got kind of overly done for me. Yeah, if it's only being used once, it is okay, I guess. But it is overused, you know. Yeah. As for me, though, I have to pick like when Arisa trying to get uh, get to him in the bed. That's a bit weird. For uh, her age, it's very wrong. I don't like that at all. How about you, Matthew? <laughs> my least favorite scene. Um, probably one would have to be the recent bed thing, just to add anything to the show. I mean, they they make use of it by explaining why um. Why Arisa did that, you know? Yeah, I just, I don't know. I just don't think it's really added too much to the show. Even though it, it is weird, but they 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 really like don't waste a, any of that scene and make use of it uh, really efficiently by saying about Arisa's background, um, yeah. how she become a slave and stuff like that. I guess it's very useful information over there, even though the, the scene is. Really yeah, I, I, I think you're right. But, um, 
Oh, I, didn't, I just didn't get to. Oh, good. I guess let's give the the conclusion. So, as for a second season, would you you guys going to watch it on the release date? I would. I would. You would, even though it is mostly going to be like um. World exploring, very slice of life thingy. Well, I, I would give it a second season just to see if they kind of improve and learn from what didn't work in the first season. Right. How about I you, Matthew? Matthew. Well, can you say that one? Uh, say that one more time. I didn't hear it. Uh, will you give a second season a watch? Yes, 100%. If the Even second season came out, I would You don't really like the show? I I think it would build on the concepts that I don't like, and it would make me like the show. But if the second season came out, I would 100% like it. Alright, that's fair. As for me, though, maybe I'm going to watch this one. But I'm not going to watch it on a release date, you know? If I, I feel like it, I will watch it. If not, then I will let it be. So here's a question, guys. This is a very important question. Do you think that um, isekai as a genre is being overdone, or we are being overloaded with with them at this point, Shannon? Um, have we seen enough of isekai already? I don't. I don't think there's ever a genre that isn't overdone. If a genre finds success, it's going to be done too much. I mean, slice of life for me gets done way too often, but we're still doing it. So I'd have to say no. All right. Uh, how about you, Matthew? What do you think, Boris? Matthew? It's, um, sorry, my internet's actually weird all of a sudden. Repeat that one more time for me. So, do you think that isekai as a genre is being overdone? Have we been overloaded with them already? Have we seen enough of isekai? Um, I, I think when this show came out, yes, isekai was fairly overdone and there was way too much of it kind of flooded the market and the anime world. I think now they've toned it back a little bit. Um, but kind of overall, um, I don't think there's too much of it. I think there's too much bad isekai, um, but I don't think there's too much of isekai. I think it's just hard to do it in a very good way. Too much of a bad isekai, huh? I don't think that yeah, there's I think... too much of a bad isekai, but uh, I guess it's really become like a very typical isekai. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, we've seen too many of the so much the same thing, I guess. And maybe that's maybe a little bit more towards what I'm feeling. Um, just because everybody's trying to copy each other or trying to copy what's sort of our mind did or something like that and be successful instead of creating something new, kind of like Konosuba did with making fun of isekais. So, here's um, the like the following question then what? you guys are looking for 
if you guys are really like looking for an isekai anime to watch what you guys expectation and what you guys are looking for one how about you Matthew? um really i'm looking for a badass main character i want him to look and be badass just because it is an isekai i don't want him to be like in another world with my smartphone op but i want him to be op and i want a lot of action i don't want this kind of slice of life thing i want fighting and a lot of fighting so how about because <laughs> What are your thoughts on Konosuba? Konosuba is the exception to the rule. I love that show. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Okay, that's fair. So, the question goes to you then, Shannon. The same question. What am I looking for in an isekai? Um, yeah. I want to see something more like Gate, where it's not so much a reincarnation, as it is you travel to this world but you still have a way back like if you can have like a show where you can travel to the world live do what you're going to do and then come home but you can't tell anyone about it or something like that that would be kind of cool but i like the aspect like where gateway you don't have to die or get transported to the other world literally like okay there's the door going through the door i'm in the strange new world I want something more like that. It's like I would love to see something more like that, and not, and get away from this whole like now I'm reincarnated with magic powers and all this kind of stuff. While I do enjoy it, I I would like to see something a little. Bit. All right, I guess forgot. that's fair. Um, forgot about gate. Yeah, gate gate is very good. I hope they they continue like making like a, a second or third season of it right it won't who knows um yeah you don't know that yet. they are remaking like shaman king you know yasha um, Bleach, you know after all these years so right. we really hope that they continue with this stuff right the gate if i remember correctly was financed by the self-defense force so They said, "Oh, yeah, because it's basically done as like a propaganda part, like a propaganda machine, uh-huh. and it achieved its goal." So they're like, "Okay, we're done with it," and then they just kind of walk. So wait, really? I'm not I didn't know that. That's what I, that's what I read. I don't know if it's 100% true. That is what I read. I would do more research to confirm it. I But, don't think that is the case, though. But there's got to be some correct. type of source material. Right? There's got to be a source material. Hold on. Is there a novel? So there's a story material. I'll read it. I thought there, there was a manga for Gate. There is. I'm going to read it. That's for sure. I need more myself Rory Mercury. Mercury. Yep. That is the legal lolly over there. That's shit. Yes, they, they, they haven't even done season two for the white novel. Oh, it's a light novel. Yeah. There you go. That's got a lot more time to read. Yeah, I'm not holding my breath for a season two. <laughs> I wouldn't either. But who knows, right? It might uh, be uh, happening. Who knows? Well, no, it says, the last thing I saw was that two years ago, it said that there's no word of season two even being considered. 
if there's enough demand for it, it, it might as well happen. Weren't the ratings pretty good for Gate 2? Yeah, they made a good bit of money on it. Yeah, I thought, I thought the ratings were super good. I don't know if it's good enough to demand a second season of it, though. But I know the ratings are pretty good. So I guess um, we need to wrap this podcast up, guys. Yeah, we ran a little long today. Yeah. <laughs> we have like a really heated argument over there. It's very amusing and fun and interesting. I think you do that just to antagonize me sometimes. Oh, no, man. No, man. It doesn't go to you. You know me. I just do I, I think I'm pretty much an instigator in that. <laughs> yeah, Whenever I, I see it, I instigate. Exactly. I mean let's be honest, I'm the real life of the party here. I'm I'm the book. I'm the instigator. I mean, <laughs> as you as a guest with you, I know. right? Yeah. We I know what Yeah. So I guess uh, thank you guys for listening for our podcast. That is the end of our podcast, though. So um, um, you can follow us at our socials. What's our socials again, Shannon? You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all under Chicake Podcast. Yeah, if you have um, any suggestion or, or recommendation or or comment or something like that, just hit us up. All right. You can also hit us up on um, uh, Gmail at shitakipodcast uh, at gmail.com. Um, if you, anyone that you were listening in to our podcast, please give us a like, give us a rating, and leave us a comment, you know. It really helps us a lot. And other than that, I guess that's it. Um, I guess... Um, if you plan to make a lolly harem over there in your isekai world, just be safe and please don't die. You know, even if you get reincarnated into another world during the death march, if you avoid the lollies, there's always time for all five. Medio? Last week? I think, I think the FBI showed up and took him. Yeah, right at, at the end of our podcast. Thank you, FBI. I told him those lollies don't get him. You are right at the end of our podcast. Are you still there with you? I am still here. I thought I was, yeah. I was talking. Oh, time. Like, you hear me? Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, what's, what's your final words, bro? What's your, what's your catchphrase? I mean, I just need everyone to remember. I'm the best. And that's it. Boo. Say it with me now. Shitake. Shitake. <laughs> <laughs>